Are you there, James? James, Kristen, are you there? I, I am actually here. Like, I'm so here. You can actually see me. Oh, my God. You are so here. I can actually touch you. Let's touch. Let's touch. <laughs> okay. Ah! You know touching. what? So sorry, everyone. We're so excited because this is the first time we've actually, like, met IRL in yes. person. I'm in Brooklyn right now recording our episode and I'm super pumped. Yes, we met last year through a mutual friend. Yeah. But all of our times meeting each other up until now, they've all been on Skype or on FaceTime exactly. or recording the show. Yeah, and so we've not on. actually like physically been in the same room, so it's very exciting. You are, by the way, stunningly gorgeous. Oh, stop it. I <laughs> knew you were already cute in all your photos, no, but so you sweet. are just hot ginger all the way. Thank you. you I'm are. really bringing the Harry. Yes, you are. I, I mean, I'm not as hot as Harry, but I'm trying to get there. Thank you so much. You are also very beautiful. Well, I am no Megan, but you know. Oh, I, know I feel like you are actually. You, you kind of <laughs> do have a, you have some Megan in you <laughs> definitely maybe maybe it's just that we feel the love of harry and megan so strong at this right. moment and our love for each other exactly and nothing's more beautiful than love right yeah exactly yeah. Uh, oh my god the megan and harry love in the room right now is just it, it's intoxicating i hope that you can feel it as well it's fireworks listening. in my heart and hopefully in your ears right now <laughs> hopefully oh my god okay but enough of that right yes enough of that. we have to introduce ourselves we haven't looked at our script once so <laughs> let's let's do that right now i'm james barr a royal enthusiast from london but currently in New York. Yes, and I'm Kristen Meinzer, a lifelong lover of the monarchs based right here in the USA. And you're listening to When Meghan Met Harry, a royal wedding cast. In each episode, we examine the latest news about the wedding, do a deep dive into a pressing issue about the royal couple, and finally give our predictions for what we think will happen at the wedding itself. Shall we do this week's headlines? Oh my gosh, I am so ready to do them. Let's do them, James. <laughs> I added a point then, yes, which I love, just because I was like, I can actually do physical expressions to you, though it's a podcast. So oh no my gosh, it's so fun. I'm going to throw out this whole thing, do like odd hand signals yeah, same. And, and like dance moves and stuff. <laughs> we are dancing. For those of us who can hear it, we're Woo! dancing right now. Woohoo! Yeah, blow your rest off. <laughs> We are so annoyingly cute right now. I think all our listeners are like, uh. Um, okay, let's do this week's headlines. <laughs> all right. So let's start with the Ed Sheeran news. A source told Us Weekly that Harry has personally requested that Ed Sheeran perform at the wedding. We know Ed Sheeran is very close with the royal family because there was that incident back in November 2016 where Princess Beatrice, <laughs> this is so normal, accidentally <laughs> sliced Ed in the face with a sword. She was apparently pretending to knight James Blunt at the time and Ed's face got in the way. <laughs> I mean, how crazy As is that? As it does. That's so insane. Yeah. Poor Ed and his beautiful face. And when they were in Scotland last week attending a celebration for Scotland's year of young people, a youth choir serenaded the couple with Ed Sheeran's song, Perfect, and one of the singers said, a little birdie told us that Ed Sheeran would be playing at an upcoming wedding, but if that falls through, our diary is free. Whoa. There is one obstacle, though. At the moment, Ed Sheeran is scheduled to perform in Dublin on May 19th, the wedding day, and so far, no cancellation has been made. Mm. So you might recall, you know, Elton John canceled yeah. some dates. Ed Sheeran's not cancelling any dates yet. Wait, though. Dublin's a lot closer than Las Vegas, so Ed Sheeran could probably helicopter. I I am very curious to see if that will happen. Really? Are you an Ed Sheeran fan, by yeah, the way? Yeah, definitely. Oh, Are I you know. Are you an Ed Sheeran fan? I didn't know anybody between the ages of 15 and... <laughs> 50 who were Ed Sheeran. Everybody I know oh loves God. Ed Sheeran is no. either a kid or like an older person. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, 
I don't listen to his music a lot, but I can't be British and not be a fan of Ed Sheeran. That would be awful. You'd have to send me to the tower. I know. I know. And plus, you have to have that redheaded bonding thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. We're very close. Support your other gingers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next headline Twitter permanently banned a U.S. politician for a racist tweet about Meghan. And right. we commend you, Twitter. Thank you for doing the Thank right you, thing. Twitter. This is so completely unacceptable. Who is this guy? His name is Paul Nellen, or is it Nealon? Paul Twatface. Yes, yes. Um, um, he's a Republican, right? Yes. R- running against Speaker of the House, Paul yes. Ryan. And he's kind of a racist anyway, right? Yeah, he has a history of racist and anti-Semitic tweets, so Ugh. Twitter should have gotten rid of him a long time ago. This one, however, is really bad. It featured a picture of Meghan and Harry, but Meghan's face was replaced by the face of Cheddar Man. <sighs> Cheddar Man, of course, is the name given to a fossil of an early human. The Natural History Museum in London recently recreated the figure. And along with the photo, Neelan added the caption, quote, Honey, does this tie make my face look pale? Now, this isn't the first time Meghan has been the target of racist language. In 2016, Prince Harry uh, released a statement decrying the outright sexism and racism of social media trolls. So it's clear he has no patience for this kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. The press, members of the royal family, members of Meghan's own family, they've all said just horrible, racist, sexist things about Meghan. Our show has a zero tolerance policy for that. So if anybody ever writes to us or tweets us with any of those kinds of messages, we actually block them. We have blocked people. No way. Have (gasps) we? Did I hide that from you? Yeah, you didn't tell me that. Oh, it was just so ugly. I had to block and I reported them. I just can't believe that there are real people like out there doing like saying these things. I think I can see why someone in a public space would do it because they just want to like hype up attention for themselves. I don't like it when anyone does it, whether it's a regular person or whether it's this person who is trying to run against Paul Ryan. Yeah. I'm offended. So ugly. Let's not give him any more time. No. Next up, an even more horrific story. Uh, This is something that our listener, Vicky, has written to us. She sent us an email saying, Hi, guys. I've got a question for you. I know you're into all things royal. Lately, I have been too. So I read online, a psychic has predicted that Meghan and Harry will split before the wedding. What? No. No, 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 no. She continues saying, I know it's far out there, but do you think it could happen? Inquiring minds would like to know if something like this is likely. Thanks in advance for entertaining my crazy question. So here's the deal, Vicky. We actually have tape of this lady speaking on a morning news program in Australia. She said this back in December, predicting Harry and Meghan's marriage would not last. Here's the tape. I do get a pregnancy for her next year, but I... Actually, I don't think it's going to last. I'll probably give it maybe five years. I feel that there's going to be a lot of personal things going on between them because they're both very strong individuals. Mm. And from very different backgrounds as well. Mm. Yes, which is a sad thing. You know, I wish them all the best, but it doesn't look good. All right, that was psychic Carrie Irwin, and you can't hear my finger quotes right now, (laughs) but those finger quotes are around the word psychic because no. No, Carrie Irwin, you are not a psychic. You are a charlatan. Yeah. Only a charlatan would say this about Meghan and Harry. It's complete nonsense. It's based on absolutely nothing. And as we've talked about before, you can see their love. It's very real. Harry's very protective of Meghan in public. They're just always touching each other. It's insane to suggest that they're not going to last. So, Carrie, you are fake. We've also been looking at her internet profile. And I'll quote what Carrie says on her website. Healing on every level has been my key motivation in life. Oh. No, it's not. You're 
main motivation is apparently like Megan's bitch older half sister Samantha <laughs> to just get attention. Because I think they know each if other. You, oh yeah, I bet they do. Because if you cared about healing, you wouldn't be spreading false rumors about the greatest love that ever has been. Her no. website also says the foundation of being successful in this life is simple. Love yourself and others. Apparently I mean, you're not even taking your own advice. No. So if you're going to write that on your website, why are we not seeing that? She's clearly lying about her ethos, so she's lying about Meghan and Harry. Yeah, she's lying about everything. None of it's true. She looks like one of those psychics you would pay like a dollar for at a fair. <laughs> That's what she looks like. And then afterward, you'd drink a beer and then forget what she said, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. None of it's real. All right, we have to take a break, but stick around. We'll be back in just a minute for our deep dive of the week. And we're back with this week's deep dive. And today, a very important subject, Meghan and Harry's hen and stag parties. And for those of us in the U.S., that means bachelor and bachelorette parties. Yeah, I love that we call it a hen and a stag do. Do you Um, know why it's called that? No, I have no idea. I guess (laughs) it's very strange, though, to name it after farmyard animals. And right, and totally unrelated <laughs> farmyard animals. It's not like a cock and a hen party. It's like a stag and a hen Wait, party. so a stag and a hen don't... What's a stag? Isn't a stag a horse? Apparently it's a deer. Okay, okay. So what do we know about Meghan and Harry's plans for their hen and stag do's so far? All right, so Meghan recently said that her hen party is, quote, sorted and that it will be, quote, fun. According to Us Weekly, an anonymous source says the affair will include both male and female guests. The source also says, quote, Megan will be having a party but won't be calling it her bachelorette party. Think low-key, think somewhere out of London, good food and drink, a little music. It won't be wild. It won't be wild. Megan, come on. Come on, You've Megan. got a wild side. We've Have seen fun. suits. Yes. I can see Megan having a wild hen party. Like the kind where there would be strippers? Yeah, stripper. And you know what? You can't have a classy hen party. A hen party in the UK has to have penis balloons. <laughs> those straws that penis, are shaped like penises. Penis straws to suck on. Yes, and those weird hats that have penises on Penis them. hats. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, all of um, there's going to be a lot of penis at yes. <laughs> Megan's hen party. So if there are strippers, I want them to only be dressed as British sorts of characters. Like, I want there to be, like, a beef eater. Yes. Who strips. Oh, my God, brilliant. <laughs> or a Bobby. Or, uh, you know those guards outside of Buckingham Palace? Yeah, the Queen's Guard. Oh, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, the yeah. Queen's Guard. They oh. definitely need to be stripping. Yeah. With a big... But they can keep their big, like, hats on. <laughs> yes, they have to keep the big hats on. Absolutely. No matter what you do, I, I will say something here. I have been to a strip club before. Right. Where no, men were stripping. Okay. And no matter what they did, they always cut their hats on. Did they? <laughs> they did. Like, the firefighter's coming out, and it's raining, men is playing, the hat is the still hat on. Stayed. Is it, the hat did they play? On. They weren't playing uh, Tom Jones, You Can Leave Your Hat On, sadly. Sadly, no. They that's just like, just so you wouldn't forget what the character was. So that's what we think is going to happen then. So it's going to be like a full-on hen party vibe with stripping uh, Queen's guards. I hope so. Yeah, me too. I really hope so. I think that would be hilarious. Have you? So obviously you had a hen party. Yes. What was your hen party like? So my hen party was at this place, Drag Queen Bingo Place in Manhattan. Great. And some friends took me out. That and, sounds insane. And I was brought up on stage and... And um, the drag queens gave me special prizes, and um, I won. Uh, <laughs> this is so appropriate for this. I won a corgi bath towel. No, you did. Yes, I did. That's so it great. It was covered in corgis as well as a few other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that is so perfect. It was 
great. So, I loved it. And of course, I drank tons and tons of champagne and there was some dancing. It was fun. It was really fun. And nothing naughty. And there was ice cream at one point. And, um, but you've been to hen parties, right? No, I, mean, I see. I didn't get to go James. to, I didn't get to go to my sister's hen party. And as what? a gay, I should definitely have been Absolutely. invited. Absolutely. A third of my hen party was gay men. Right. I don't know why I wasn't there, but I did go to my brother-in-law's stag party. Oh, okay. We went to Madrid. Um, he what? Ended, I know. It was so lads. He ended up wearing a morph suit. Like, What's a moth suit? A moth suit. It's like <laughs> it's when you you should Google it, but it's when you're in just one entire suit and you can't see anything. So you're just oh. your whole body is in a suit. Is that like a gimp suit? For yeah, like um, sexual... it's not a sexual thing. It's more like uh, just a funny thing. And I think his was blue, so he was just a blue man. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I saw a way to... It's very tight. I saw way too much of my brother-in-law for what I needed to see. (laughs) That is a very, very fancy party, by the way. The fact that you're flying to another country and... Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of just like you traveling to another state. It's not really that far Madrid from the UK. Oh, I suppose. It's kind of about a two-hour flight. Now, Um, that actually reminds me. You know, I was looking up what some other royals have done or extended members of the royal family during their hen and stag parties. And Pippa Middleton, like your brother-in-law, went to another country. Great. Pippa was at a private residence, not at a strip club. And um, (laughs) it was very extravagant, though. And she and her friends, they took a private jet to the French Alps so they could be at that private residence doing whatever they wanted to do there. Wow. That's yeah. a really beautiful way to do a hen party. Yeah. Um, and Kate had a party at a close friend's house. And the Telegraph at the time reported it was very low key. I wonder what that means. I very guess. Very low key. Yeah. Is like that a, boring? Chilled, I guess. Kind of. does Low key hen party does sound quite boring. Yeah. Like there's probably not even jello shots. No. That one. There would be no <laughs> penis straws or jello shots. And I'm wouldn't have been happy. Yeah, that doesn't sound very fun. Kind of no. just sounds like a Tupperware party. It sounds like any other Tuesday. Yeah. Who cares? Right, Who exactly. Cares? Um, notably, when Princess Di married Prince Charles, she did not have a hen party. She didn't even have a hen party. Well, she didn't need one because isn't the idea of a hen party or a stag party like, this is my last night to be super wild before you lock me down. True. But she was only a teenager. And also she So then, like how wild was she at that point? She was like 19 or whatever. And then she became a lot wilder after that anyway. As well she should have. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. She deserved it. So it wasn't her last night of freedom. No, no, um, not at all. It was just the first night oh, of the rest Princess of her life. Diana, I miss you. I love that she didn't have a hem party actually that's kind of beautiful yeah in a weird way she's like she was just a sweet pure teenager gonna get so that's upset. all she was yeah um, and as for Harry's stag party, well, there are no details as yet. Uh, he's been quoted saying he's sure William's got something up his sleeve. I'm sure he has. Oh, I'm sure he has, and it's going to be so naughty. It's got to be Vegas. You think so? I mean, it would just be wrong if it wasn't, don't you think? Monica. With that that amazing. You don't think tri- it's going to be like Monte Carlo or something? <laughs> it could be, but Harry had that famous trip to Vegas that oh, we all know about. Yes. So I got up to no good there. I am hoping that he recreates that. Or if if not, maybe they'll go to the Vegas of the UK, Blackpool. Oh! (laughs) Which is not glamorous, but that will be fun also. Well, a stag party and a hen party, they don't have to be glamorous. I think the tackier they are, the better they are. It sounds like they're not going to be tacky, though, doesn't Mm. it? It doesn't... I don't feel like they're going to live our truths in their hen and stag parties, but we'll see what comes through. They have to live their own truths. They can't live our truths. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Do you think Megan will invite the cast of Suits (gasps) to the hen party? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, please make that happen. I mean, I'm really intrigued to see who's going to be at her hem party. Oh, well, of course, Serena Williams will be there. Yep, that's She'll very be there. true. Um, I think you're right. The Suits people will be there. Um, you know what? 
years ago, friends of mine did. They had their hen and stag party together. That's fun. No, it's not. Why? That's really inclusive. No. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. No. The thing is, you can't get wild and debaucherous and, you know, in the spirit of things at your last night of freedom and then do it with your significant other. I mean, I think that would be quite cute if Harry and Meghan did that. But obviously they won't because... I hope they don't. I just want Harry and Meghan to just like continue to be their own individual separate humans. They don't have to be completely one unit. I see your point now. You're saying that you don't have to do everything together just because you're a couple. Regardless of what happens, I'm sure, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We're probably not going to know the details of either of these parties, but... You know, we can just fantasize. We can think about it. And if we're lucky, we can still find a way to get invitations to both the parties, right? Yeah, we'll be hiding in a bush. Don't worry. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have you covered, guys. <laughs> we have to take a quick break, but we'll be back before you know it. So obviously we are obsessed with Meghan and Harry on this podcast. It's a safe space for all the hashtag Hagen fans of the world to come together and just dive in to their love face first. But there is another podcast that we're loving right now. It's called One True Pairing and it's a brand spanking new podcast about the couples we love and why we love them. And their first episode was about our personal fave, Harry and Meghan. Listen and then subscribe to Obsess over Chrissy Teigen, John Legend, Ross and Rachel, all your biggest ships, and of course, Harry and Meghan. Host Erica and Marissa will make you laugh out loud as they discuss bad boys, breakups, feminism, sex, and what our biggest cultural obsessions say about romance today. This is genuinely such a funny podcast, so definitely check it out. Give it some love. Yes, definitely do it. Just search One True Pairing on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We hope you love the show as much as we do. And we're back, and it's time for our weekly wedding prediction. As you know, each week we make a prediction about the wedding day, and importantly, we collect all these predictions onto a bingo board slash drinking game that we're going to release on the day of the wedding so that you can check off all those boxes when you see all of our predictions coming true. And of course, there'll be lots of alcohol. We'll be drinking. We'll be toasting. We'll be cheering because so many of our predictions will be right, and we'll just be feeling the love. So what is our prediction this week, James? Okay, everybody get ready. Today's prediction is that Pippa will be wearing maternity clothes to the wedding because she'll be pregnant. Yes! She is going to be pregnant. Brace yourselves, world. That's right. Middleton, pregnant. Yes. As you may recall, Pippa got married to James Matthews almost a year to the day before Meghan and Harry's impending wedding day on May 20th, 2017. So it's time. Yes. And, (laughs) you know, she was quoted as saying around the time of her wedding last year that she, quote, wants to have children and a quiet life. And being married, she's already halfway there. Plus, in her family, this would be very typical. The pattern of things is that it's usually a year and a half to two years after getting married that you have a baby. So mom Carol had Kate a year and a half after marrying Michael Middleton. And yeah, her sister Kate had George two years after marrying William. Yeah, so we're just feeling baby mm. vibes coming from that I, I've got Pippa broodiness, broodiness going on inside of yeah. me right now. I definitely think so. There will be a bun in the oven. Get it cooking, girl. Oh, <laughs> Get it cooking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, we hope that this just completely squares Squashes all the rumors from this point forward about Pippa and Harry and any supposed crushes they've had on each other. Because, first of all, those rumors were never true. Yeah. And when you see her in her maternity clothes at Harry and Meghan's wedding, you will be reminded about how fake 
that rumor is. So, Though obviously everyone had a great reaction to Pippa Middleton's bum at Kate and Will's wedding. So maybe it'll be another big story with the baby weight as well. Oh, yeah. Everybody will be focusing on Pippa's body again. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pippa, by the way. I'm a big Pippa fan. Are you? Yeah, she's great. I didn't know you were a big Pippa fan. Yeah, I think I, I don't know why. I think it is because of that bum thing. <laughs> I just had respect for her. I was like, yes, she was giving the most, you know? <laughs> She almost stole, like, to the UK press, she almost stole the attention away from William and Harry at the, the thing, time, I think, slightly. The thing is, her bum is fine. It's fine. I just don't even know that her bum is, like, as spectacular as the press was saying. I think the press was just fascinated by the fact that a dress would be form-fitting enough yeah. at a royal wedding that you could even see the outline of a bum at all. Right. Right? Yeah, I think you're because, probably right. you know, no offense, Pippa, but, you know, you're not Beyonce, <laughs> or, you know, when it comes to Are the you world coming of for great bum? butts. Yeah, okay, good point. I'm not saying it's a bad bum. I'm Basically, saying, Kristen like, is saying it's no corgi butt. It's no corgi <laughs> butt. It's okay, but it's not a corgi butt. No, no. But yes, mark our words, Pippa Middleton pregnant at the time of Meghan and Harry's wedding. That's it for this week's episode. No! No, but it's not over for us. It's not over at all. We'll be back next week. We will. When Meghan Met Harry is produced by Lindsay Cradwell. But this week's special thanks to Cameron Drews, who is sitting in for Lindsay, helping to produce this episode. And to Ryan Dilley, our producer in London. And as always, thanks to His Royal Highness Andy Bowers at Panoply. Have your own predictions to share? Send us an email at whenmeganmetharry at panoply.fm or tweet us at Royal Wedding Pod. You can send us not just questions or predictions for the wedding, but you can also send us things to investigate, like that psychic story yeah. that we had to debunk today. And if you are a psychic listening to us right now, I'd love to know your opinions. Yes, on but you how have to be a goes. real psychic. Yeah, not a one of those one. fake psychics like that one from Australia. Absolutely. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review and tell all your hashtag Hagen watches and Anglophiles about our podcast so that more people can find us. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm James Barr. Thanks for listening. Whoop. 